Views and opinions discussed are purely those of the individuals who have shared them with us and are not to be used without permission. We may discuss some medical topics or items. Do not take this as medical advice. It is purely for information and entertainment purposes only. All right, welcome back for episode 12 of the Cairo Live podcast. Danny is here with me. How's it going, Danny? It's going good, man. It's hot today. It is a hot <laughs> one today down here in San Jose. Um, but hey, you're getting ready to leave, yeah? Leaving tomorrow. We squeezed an episode in before I left. That's exciting, man. Congrats on being done with everything. How does it feel? Thank you. Uh, it's good, man. There's still a little bit left. There's like the preceptorship yeah. that we've been talking about. And one more board exam for me. And I think then yeah. I'll, be, well, you know, I'll be done. I know how it feels to be done with boards. Part four. Yeah, you're done. threes and fours, so done with boards now. Feels nice. Part four wasn't difficult at all. Our school prepares us quite well for it, so... Hopefully they prepared you for C's coming up. When From are you what taking those? Those are in October, unfortunately. So it's like a month after we grad, mm-hmm. um, just the way the schedule is. But from what I've been hearing, Palmer students do pretty good on C's. Cool. Yeah. Well, good luck. Thank you. Hopefully, yeah, it'll go well. I'm sure B's went well for you too. Any words of advice for for B's? Who's taking B's? Oh man, uh, harder than A's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just a lot of I don't know my the thing I found with it was there's a lot of open to interpretation low back pain questions uh, where where it could be one or another thing mm-hmm. and yeah it just it's hard to tell what they wanted from us mm. but uh, anybody has any like further questions about like what to study or what materials I used you can always reach out to me um, because yeah that was kind of difficult to arrange in the beginning too everyone was like oh we just use our notes it's like well yeah well i'm sure you did fine yeah hopefully hopefully we'll get the grades back uh in like a week or so so we'll see nice well good luck again on c's and that's what we've been up to for the last what three four weeks five weeks or so since our last episode just boards finishing up the program um danny's going back to canada for his precept Yep, starting that in June, mid-June. Yep, that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, um, what are you going to try and learn while you're there? Like, what's your focus? Big, on? big, big thing is going to be uh, the business, mm. um, the business side of things. So um, extended health benefits, which are pretty good back home. Um, insurance, I know most about the insurance just because it's pretty simple, but I want to see it in action. Mm-hmm. Um EHR, I know everyone uses Jane, so just kind of get more familiar with Jane. Um, that kind of stuff. The stuff that we weren't really taught in school, or if we were taught, it was more American-centric, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I need to brush up on those things. Yeah, uh, And then, yeah, adjusting and stuff. I mean, we got such good practice with the clinic that I feel like, um, obviously, I'll, I'll, I will be adjusting, but it's like, it just kind of go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. What's your plan after Preceptor? precept graduate boards and then so that puts me in like in october apply for my license uh plan is to work at maybe two clinics independent contractor uh it's kind of the the move up up there um so your own you're your own boss kind of you kind of just rent space from people Mm -hmm. um but the nice thing is you get the space, but you also get their front front desk staff. You get their scheduling. You get all that. 
Is one of those going to be at your preceptor? No. No, okay. No. So, yeah, preceptor, he actually hired a, basically what I just said I wanted to be. He hired one of those in January, an gotcha. independent contractor. So gotcha. he's got that second doc there. Um, so that won't work right now. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, just, just go kind of not fully into it alone. Not ready for that, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do that for a couple of years and then we'll see. That's exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. What about you? Um, I'm going to open my own practice. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent set on that. Nice. Good. Um, You've been talking about it forever. <laughs> yeah, it's been something that I've been wanting to do. And so I was uh, researching places the other day, like commercial real estate. There's right. a website called loopnet.com that does commercial real estate. And it's a very interesting, it was super exciting, but it's an interesting process to start now being in school and just like, it's real. Like it's, it's, it's happening. happening. Yeah. Um, so it was a very exciting process and like think of all the pieces you need, but. I'm going out to Salt Lake City this weekend, hopefully to try and find a decent location to start narrowing down to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But that's my plan. I'm going to try and do cash base only. Um, I know they talk about, you know, take insurance and whatnot to expand your client pool, but I don't want to deal with insurance. It sounds it's like such a hassle. headache. Yeah. yeah. So that's just me personally. I have no intention of taking insurance. I don't really want to deal with it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's my plan. Um, there's a chance that the preceptor has an opportunity, depending on how well his business goes. But I'm not holding my breath, and that's kind of a last ditch effort if yeah. I don't feel like everything's coming together the way I want. But the nice thing about Salt Lake City is I can get my state license before we graduate. All so they need is a passing part four, all parts, but passing part four scores, and then you can sit for the state license test. So Perfect. So you can graduate and just go right into go it. Go right into it. Nice. That's my plan. So um, I have like a hard open date for like end like, of September. Yeah. Yeah. Or like October one or something. Yeah. Um, that's my plan. But there's a I lot like it, to man. do. I like it. There's a lot to do before between then and now. So there is, but I feel like you're you're on top of things. And like I said, you've had that plan since like honestly since I think the day I met you. You're like yeah. I want to go in business for myself and. I think we've heard enough presenters now who have done it and it seems to work. Yeah. I mean, the message always is just try it and see what happens. Kind of grow with it. It's going to be a learning curve. It's going to be difficult. But if you plan on doing it at any point in time, you're better off starting out doing it. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. It's so. it, it's a better better thing to do in the beginning Yeah. than uh, you know five, six years down the road and then you're kind of... I mean, the thing always too, right? We've always heard the stat of like in five years, 25% of your class will still be practicing. I think part of it is because they get in that rut of working for somebody else and then it's too late and they have to go find another way to pay off their student loans yeah. and or make money just in general to support their family or whatever. And it's too late to kind of start, you know. I think that just practice. says a lot though about like, and this might be more focused on America, but like the associateship stuff, like you always hear about bad associateships yeah. and contracts yeah and i'm kind of happy that it's not really a thing up back home like the whole associateship thing it's more either you're an owner or you're an independent contractor mm -hmm. right you're not an employee um i feel like you get less trucked around i say that probably give, it gives you more leverage which has got to feel nice right because yeah. like we yeah i've heard so many stories about chiropractic students coming out of school and getting paid like 
40 30 and yeah. then <laughs> then they have a like a profit share or a percentage with their with their dog and then they end up having to pay some kind of some kind of extra fee for people it's just like it, it's all sorts of weird yeah because the main doc's trying to make money on it which is understood but at the but same like, time even, like they should be trying to help you even with the independent contractor like the main doc is making money like they're making the other percentage points yeah so like absolutely 60 40 70 30 like they're still getting something out of that yeah america's greedy man yeah, I, I was just gonna say it could be greed <laughs> it could be greed i don't know but um yeah well the other thing too though i think part of it goes with if you work with somebody there might be health insurance and other you know perks of being an employee that maybe people go after or yeah. like use as leverage um but i, I think they know how to get to you like they'll like, yeah. oh, we'll give you like an yeah well the other thing too is we're not really educated on school much in school on that and that's the purpose of these like talks but to be honest like and that's the, what's what we're going to shift to next is going to be talking about kind of the education programs so we might as well just jump right in but the yeah. last couple quarters we've had nothing but speakers talking about you know, what to look out for and all those kind of things. But I'm going to be honest, I'm completely like burnt out of sitting in a classroom oh, and yeah. being lectured to or talked to about certain things. And like, it, I don't think it's hitting home for a lot of people. Yes, no. I have the experience and understanding of it. So like it hits home, but it's just, it's difficult, right? Because I'm not paying attention. I mean, I sit in the back of the class and I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not paying attention. I'm looking at whatever I want to. <laughs> I mean, I'm back there with you. Um but I would say the reason why that is, is, man, a lot of these speakers we've heard in our three years, like we either yeah. went to in our first in our first couple quarters, you know, we were we were all these these young sponges yeah. and we're just like, oh, there's a talk for this. There's a talk for that. So we went yeah, and saw all, all these excited. people and now they're just coming back again. Part of these quote unquote classes that we have, uh, which are yeah. weekly presenters that we just got to reflect on every week and get grades for. Yeah. Um, but that I think I think that's part of it like the fact that it's redundant and then just the point of the program where we're all just completely wiped out yeah it's like man, we just we've been in clinic we've learned all the academic stuff it's like all right let's move the on science. with this yeah although there has been a few presenters this quarter who have been new fresh and like more honest yeah, I don't disagree, but I think the message has been the same. It's like if you've had similar talks with like I've had one sticks similar... out to me, and you know who I'm talking about. Which one? Which week? Week five or four? What was the topic on? Opening a practice, multidisciplinary. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, but again, so like I've heard him speak. Right. So that I've was heard my first him time. Speak numerous times about that same topic. So like, right. yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. If it's your first time, yeah, the information's great, and I think a lot of what he talked about doing is fantastic. And yeah. I will probably use a lot of it. Um, but like again, for if you've been to any talks with him, you've heard it. It's the same message over and over yeah. and over, again, which is great. But that's the other thing too is it's very repetitive, which is a good thing for people that might miss it the first couple of times. Um, but the way I look at it is. If everyone keeps saying the same stuff repeatedly, then you're gonna make the same mistakes. You you could easily make the same mistakes, but it's also like there seems to be a, a decent pathway for you to follow because they're all saying the same thing, right? Right. So they're all saying you know kind of do a guerrilla marketing, get your name out as many people as possible, start to network with places, being gyms, any kind of any type of patient that you want to t treat and bring into your practice, start to market towards those type of people and put yourself in a location that is convenient for those type right. of people. 
And so there's like, there is a like laid out path if you read between the what not to do and what to do sort of thing. Yeah. So that's, that's what I've been trying to pick up on. I think that's like business one-on-one though, man. Like yeah. it's applicable to anything else. Like let's say you owned a, a clothing boutique, a specialized clothing store. Like you want to be in the location that are the people that you're going to be selling to. You want to market to the people that you make the clothes for. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess me and you might find it to be a little bit more common knowledge. Yeah. That's my point though. Yeah. Is like if, and that's why I think they keep bringing the same speakers back and like the same topics keep coming up. Like I've heard the same message from three different speakers. Yes, in different ways, but the gist was the same. Yeah. And it all boils down to that kind of stuff. So, yeah. yes, the speakers are can be good, mostly redundant if you've been paying attention in class. Um, but like like I've like I've said, there's it, it there is a path for success, and there's a million different paths for success. But there's a major point you kind of have to hit to make sure that for, you're doing things in a successful manner. Yeah. No. But. Yeah, that's been that's been mostly this quarter, and I, I I know we got some more presenting kind of classes next quarter, which is our last quarter. Yeah. Um, but what do you think overall? I mean, we can probably s- summarize Palmer or school. <laughs> yeah. So. What do you think? Uh, I mean, it was a great experience. I think I got more out of the people I met. Yeah. To be honest, um, I would agree. There's, yes, you learn a lot. Yes, I feel more confident in my understanding of how the body works, the physiology, the anatomy, you know. 100%. All of that. Um, But when you're sitting in a room with a patient, how much of that understanding do you really have to express? Yes, you need to know it to, like, make a very complex topic very simple for a layperson to understand. But I don't talk about physiology ever with patients. Right. I talk more about anatomy and how things are kind of working than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say it's not important because you need to know it, but just like the important, the level of importance on certain things, I feel could have been shifted um, okay. more to like how to. I like the idea of understanding like how to treat people and how to treat conditions. Okay. Yeah. More yeah. so than like. The physiology of the urinary tract. Now, I understand they're trying to make us like prepare for boards, prepare for boards <clears throat> and PCPs. Like we are PCPs, so right. if we work in a community where we are the only PCP in the area, we should be aware of that. Right. So maybe my this is clearly my opinion, and it's biased based on what I plan on doing, which is not PCP type work. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where like I think like it would have been ni- better, nicer, cooler to have more education around like how to treat different conditions or potential things to like musculoskeletal conditions how to treat these certain things that give us more confidence in and we develop that confidence but going into clinic it's kind of like a oh shit moment where it's like i'm on my own type of thing yes i have clinicians to bounce ideas off of but they're not really there they're not there (laughs) they're not guiding you really that much unless you unless you ask for that guidance i didn't feel the need to ask for guidance a lot so i had a few clinicians that i would ask for ask help with yeah but in the end, I ended up doing what I wanted anyway and what I thought was best. Yeah. And the patients, more times than not, got better. So that's the other side of it is you can basically do placebo effect or bare minimum and make somebody better. But we could touch on that later. Yeah. Um, I agree with you, man. All, all that's right. Um, or I would say the same thing. Um, same, even with the clinician thing, yeah. Like I didn't really ask for much guidance in terms of treatment 
because I, I did my thing. I treated the the musculoskeletal issue that was in front of me. Um, but I kind of wish there's no particular patient or moment where I've had this happen, but I kind of wish like it was always in the back of my mind that I'm like, maybe I should know a little bit more about the physiology side of things. So okay. kind of, kind of, so you, you kind of wish there was more of it. I don't wish that we learned more. I wish I was just more confident in it or okay. I cared about it more. Okay. You know, this might sound weird, but I see the, uh, you've heard me say this to you outside of the podcast before, but I don't know. We, we're, we're musculoskeletal specialists. Yeah. That's the way I look at us. Yeah. Right. I agree. So people are coming to you with those complaints and that's what I'm going to treat. But I understand there's that layer of something happening inside. Yeah. I just don't go search for it. Yeah. I'm not the one to go treat it. Yeah. I think. I feel I, like the tying too. in of that, we didn't get. But I think the biggest piece that we did get and that I, I think was taught way too early on because you weren't able to apply it to for me it's all about practical learning right so right yeah i wasn't able to apply a lot of the physiology and stuff to in the moment case-by-case case situations because that's not how i was taught right but i think if we are able to see the signs of something that might be more internal or viscerosomatic right that's right. the appropriate term um and then refer to the appropriate people yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's more important. Um, but even to go back to what you said about us being MSK docs, like even the people that had internal stuff, I was able to help alleviate some of their symptoms with MSK solutions. Right, because their symptoms are they're presenting with MSK right. stuff. But in the end, we're not trying to treat symptoms, right? We're trying to treat what's true. Exactly. The cause. So a part of me kind of felt like, yeah, I'm making them, I'm, they're walking out of here feeling better, but like, did I hit the, yep. did I, really get the thing that was bothering them see and in my mind that's a good sign of a good clinician because you got to find you got to keep questioning those things to find what's appropriate to help that person right right um but i think that's gonna be part of the lifelong that's education journey, right? process and i think you could even have that conversation with kairos that have been coming out of school for years and maybe if you go back to like the 1900s when everything was connected to the spine then maybe yeah you might be able to find an answer but even then <laughs> is it an answer that we're gonna buy into yeah yeah. So I think I think you're right. I don't think we were taught we weren't taught the connection very well. And if we were, it was way too early on to try and apply it to a practical setting. I also don't think that's just that's not our school. <laughs> it's not our school, but yeah. and that's where maybe we should have brought should bring on students from other schools. But I don't know if that's really in the chiropractic education because they have so much they have to teach us. Is that yeah. something that they're gonna? Yeah, school would have been forever if they focus on if you think about it like that. Yeah. Um, Overall, though, yeah, I think. We all, everyone, if you go through Cairo school, you know, you have those moments where you're just like, I hate this place. Yeah. I hate this program. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's something in you that says, hey, no, okay, I'm paying a lot of money. I need that thing at the end of it yep. <laughs> to be a chiropractor. It's all for that piece of paper to right? get that. Like you still want to be a chiropractor. You yeah. just don't want to do this right now. <laughs> Absolutely. And I would say I'm super prepared to be a chiropractor. Yeah. Um, that's part of the reason I want my own practices. Like I know, yes, it's going to be tough to start and the whole starting from zero will be hard, but at the same time, I have confidence in my ability to treat people and make the, people feel better. So I know it will yeah. grow. And that's all clinic, man. Clinic helped yeah. us be the chiropractor. Yeah. And the thing that you're saying that you're not at that level at with is just the business part, which you, yeah. for everyone knows, we don't get much of that here, right? So yeah. it's, you're technically just learning a new thing. Yeah. And you'll get to that point too. Yeah. Just takes time. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, did we mention school was closing last time? We did not. But did that happen yeah, after? It happened after, after our, our last, last episode, episode I Okay, well. Yeah, so <laughs> we, cat's out the bag, we go to Palmer West. Um, and yeah, it sounds like our school is shutting down within the next three years. 2025, they're yeah, saying. Um, we got an email over break. Something like that. Yeah, so we got an email over break. Um, Board of Trustees decided to vote against keeping us open. Basically, the lease is up, and so they're... Phasing us out. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't affect us, um, but they made some changes, which is uh, they stopped accepting, uh, obviously, new students. And I think they set the date in a way that the existing students in the school all will be able to graduate from Palmer West. Yeah, that's the hope. Um, I wonder how it's going to work, though, for the younger quarters, just yeah. because if all the teachers leave, because I've heard rumors of teachers that have, and as they should, go find secure jobs elsewhere. Yeah, stability. Um, I wonder how they're going to be able to produce the level of education that they've been doing. Yeah. But I know they didn't take a new quarter last quarter, right? So they're... Yeah, there's... It's the Q2s are the last group right now. Yeah, and that, that school is going to be a ghost town. Not that it's not already because COVID just re-hit and so we're back online, but... Um, <laughs> That's a different thing. It's going to um, be a ghost town in the last couple quarters. Yeah. And it's crazy because that happened over break, that, that email, and then that was like the hot topic of yeah. coming back from break. And you could see people were just... The morale at the school has just been shattered. It has. Yeah. Um, There's a couple of teachers t- yeah. that have been like super positive, but then you can just see it in their eyes. That it's, and it's a combination of like covid fatigue like we're all just sick of that and then um this is pretty sad news for a lot of the teachers and some of the students and i saw that there were some prospective students that were trying to get in this fall and now they're not able to get in yeah i saw that too um but yeah it's crazy it comes down to just the area that the school is in it's too expensive way too expensive for students and teachers and the school itself the the lease was yeah tripling or something Something like that. Something I haven't like heard this. numbers, but I know the lease was insane, and I mean, the they rent. keep they keep raising tuition, tuition every to summer. cover costs of yeah. of rising expenses. We'll just leave it at that. And then yeah, the rents are outrageous out here. So I know that if you look at just comparatively to Iowa, I'm sure we're paying at least one and a half times more. Well, I know some of those guys that went to Iowa, and I'm pretty sure they got a two bedroom for eight hundred. Oh, yeah, I'm talking total expense. If we look at total expense of cost of living oh. and school, like I'm sure we're paying. I wonder how the tuition differs because yeah, I feel like tuition is, seems to be pretty standard across the board. Okay, so it's just cost of living. That's it's different. the cost of living that makes our cost here go up. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, look at your rent, my rent. Um, I would gladly pay $800. For a two-bedroom. I, would, I wouldn't even need two bedrooms, and I would get a two-bedroom just, yeah. just so I can have it. Yeah. <laughs> just because $800 is like, oh, Same. that's nothing. Um, we're paying here absolutely not but i I think another reason was the um what the cost takes in it's a part of the reason people weren't applying to the school yeah they were having a low um enrollment Mm. if you look at it some of those classes in the last have been pretty small yeah year and a half like even that big fall class that everyone used to be the big one is kind of small yeah well so i'm just glad that we're at the point we're at so we can just move on yeah um i mean yeah, good luck to everybody that's there. Yeah. And the teachers. and Hang in there. You'll be that, done sooner. Yeah. Um, just kind of sucks, you know, like our school won't be there. 
Yeah. We won't have a school. <laughs> yeah. So where's our graduation photo going to be? No, they're going to have a West Wing. Like, I don't know. I don't think they care about us. <laughs> they don't. But I don't know that I would have cared about where that photo is getting hung either, to be uh, honest. Yeah, that's true. It's not like I'm going to show my kids. I'm honestly not going to probably come back after. I wasn't planning on Yeah, I wasn't planning after, on coming to Palmer. You know? I'm um, not presenting. They don't want me to talk. No. All right. <laughs> I'll do a Zoom talk if they want. If yeah. They absolutely need me to talk, but I don't plan on coming back. So. But yeah, so schools, that's that. I mean, we're done. School's done. <laughs> yeah. And... So basically, that's pretty much it. What um, is our plan with the podcast? Oh, yeah. Well, we'll just update you now. Yeah. So because it is the Cairo Life podcast, we can really extend this on beyond school. So the purpose was purely to be talking about school and school topics and bringing up different things, having different interviews with docs. So we will continue that as we go through. We'll definitely have an episode during our preceptor to kind of talk about that experience for those of you students that are, you know, looking at what a preceptor might consist of. Um, and then, yeah, post preceptor, I think we just keep it rolling with episodes, interviews, yeah. episodes, et cetera, and just see where this takes us. Yeah. I mean, just follows our journey. Um, I think that the preceptor episodes will be nice because kind of different things that we're both doing. Yeah. I so think be- my focus is going to be more, I will actually, I think, get to treat. Not, so I. I don't think I'm bringing patients in. So, like, yeah. I know you've talked about kind of having freedom of time and focusing on the business side. Um, I will do that more indirectly. I think I will be taking on, I won't be able to bring patients in, but I'll be able to like treat patients. So soft tissue rehab, that kind of stuff. So it'll be working through a flow for me. That's less determined by our EHR and more what I think is relevant, which has been very cool because I've been doing it more now in clinic. Um, but it's just one of those things that the focus will be a little bit different. Yeah. I mean, my whole time won't be on the, the business side. I would say, 40%. 40%. Yeah. So I am allowed to treat as well and I can bring my own patients. Nice. So, I mean, that's part of it too. So I'm, I am going to do that. But again, I just feel good with that. Yeah. Um, well, I'm definitely going to be interested in how. So, I, yeah, I'll, I'll, be, so. I'll be going over that. And then um, because it is multidisciplinary, I'll spend some time with some of the other yeah, practitioners, yeah. Um, PT mostly, kind cool. of just see what they're doing and see see what what it is that, like, you know, how far can I take my PT skills Yeah. before it's like, okay, this really needs to go to you? Yeah. Because uh, I've talked to you about that before, that we kind of work together with them. Yeah. And they're usually in-house. So it's like, all right, so how much should I be doing? And where do I draw the line where it's like, all right, this can go to you? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, there'll be a lot of good stuff to share during precept and then come graduation and then uh, onwards. Yeah. Man, graduation September 9th. So, yeah, uh, that's pretty much it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Look out for the next one. All right. See ya.